Welcome to Your Confident Self, the podcast that empowers women to step into their boldest, most confident selves. I'm your host, Allegra Sinclair, and I'm here to help you unleash your full potential in every area of your life. From the boardroom to the dance floor, we'll explore practical strategies and mindset shifts that will help you show up as your most confident self in every situation. Join me each week as I either bring you a lesson straight from my own executive coaching practice, or I dive into conversations with inspiring women who have overcome their own fears and self-doubt to achieve amazing things. From entrepreneurs and executives to artists and athletes, my guests will share their stories and insights so you can learn from their experiences and apply their lessons to your own life. Whether you're ready to ask for that promotion, start your own business, or simply feel more confident in your own skin, Your Confident Self is the podcast for you. So grab your headphones and get ready to unlock your full potential. Hey, this is Allegra. Welcome to day four of our series on silencing your inner critic. Today, we're talking about how to dive deeper into your mind to increase your self-awareness. Because we've been talking about the importance of conquering your inner critic and identifying the factors that fuel its negativity and its hold on you. But if you're wondering how to truly become more in tune with your thoughts and emotions, today we're going to tackle that. The battle against self-doubt and negativity seems overwhelming sometimes, especially when those feelings may have been ingrained in us since childhood. But the secret weapon for your quest for self-awareness and self-improvement is, drumroll please, journaling. Let's explore how this simple practice can transform your life. Have you been curious about journaling? I know I have mentioned it off and on, but I've never actually sat still and dug deep into it on the podcast until today. So journaling is like having a heart-to-heart conversation with yourself, only in written form. You don't need anything fancy. It could be a notebook, a digital app, or even the notes app on your phone. But your journal can be your best confidant, your friend, and your therapist all rolled into one. It can be a space for free-flowing thoughts or guided prompts, whichever works best for you. The point is to unclog your mind and let your thoughts spill onto the pages. Now, why would you want a journal? Well, there are countless benefits, and many of them are the antidotes to the poison that your inner critic spews. First, journaling is a gateway to mindfulness. It requires you to be present in the moment, and it helps you better understand the emotions you're experiencing right now without layering on the baggage of the past or the weight of old beliefs. It's like pressing the reset button on your mental state. But that's not all. When you put pen to paper or fingers to keyboard, you start seeing patterns emerge. Your goals become tangible, solidified aspirations rather than vague notions without direction. Journaling isn't just writing. It's a journey into self-knowledge. As you explore your emotions and thoughts, you arm yourself with the tools you need to battle that pesky inner critic. So how could you make journaling work for you? All right, Allegra, I hear you. I'm ready to try it, but I'm not going to go to hot yoga (laughs) 
Don't come at me, yoga people. I've never gone to hot yoga because I hate being hot. But you don't have to go to hot yoga. You don't have to do anything that's too uncomfortable because there's no one-size-fits-all approach to journaling. The key is to discover a routine that feels right for you and stick with it. Some women swear by morning journaling. They use it as a daily ritual to start their day on a positive note and shed any lingering thoughts from the night before. Others prefer evening journaling because they use it as a way to process the day's events and prepare for a more peaceful night's sleep. The magic here is to aim for consistency and to aim for journaling every day. It's a fantastic way to turn journaling into a habit that becomes as natural as brushing your teeth. So, have I convinced you to give journaling a try? You may find that it helps you tame that inner critic and get to the roots of your negative internalized beliefs so you can remove them. Journaling can be the perfect way for you to silence your inner critic, dig deep into your thoughts, and unveil the roots of those negative beliefs that have been holding you back. I'm often amazed when I see something written down and I think, oh, that's it. For instance, I had a belief that I didn't realize until I started journaling about it. I had always planned on being super successful and making a lot of money because I wanted to spoil the women in my family. My parents separated when I was a child, and I saw my mom struggle to raise three children on her own. So my why for being a successful business person was to be able to pay my mom back, like I could ever do that, but to pay my mom back for all the sacrifices that she'd made. So after I lost my mom, I had lost my motivation for building a business, and I could not figure out why. For several years, I kind of was treading water, but I just didn't seem as passionate. I wasn't excited about my business. I was still totally passionate about helping people, but it felt different. I got distracted easily, and I wasn't gaining the momentum that I craved. But then as I started journaling more and more, I started figuring out that I really felt like my why was gone. Because with my mom gone, my goals of giving her amazing life experiences were gone, and I felt like I wasn't sure what my purpose was beyond earning money or beyond buying things. I wasn't sure what my big why was. And I didn't realize that through all my sessions with coaches, through my sessions with the grief counselor. I figured that out when I started writing about why I was doing things and why I didn't want to do things. That was transformational for me and my business because it enabled me to realize I needed to let go of my previous motivation and open myself up to a newer, bigger motivation, which is what drives me now, which is what wires me for sound and gets me up in the morning. I'd love for you to give journaling a try to see if you find a personal treasure map similar to mine that gives you more self-awareness and more power for your goals. I think you'll be amazed at what you find. So I have a gift for you. Two days from now, when you listen to the episode, I'm going to have a URL for you where I'm going to give you a free journal that you can download and start with. has a couple of prompts in it for you to get started if you're brand new to journaling, and then a bunch of blank pages for you to give it a try. And then I hope you'll come back and tell me how that worked out for you. Because I don't talk on the podcast just to hear myself talk, though I do like hearing myself talk because I sound just like my mom when I listen to myself. But really, I do it because I want you to find that one thing that will create the change in your life that you are seeking. 
So thank you so much for joining me today. Please come back tomorrow when we're going to be talking about three tips for stopping your negative thoughts before they spiral out of control. I'll catch you next time.